0: is just what's the matter then well they go to hell that's all most religious people in the world but they're lost and they give her a lot of give her a lot of trouble but he's been in a little kids have been saved I've baptized about all the family and uh, now he's consented to let them come to a Christian school, said, I'll put up the Mormon books, and I won't keep you from going to White Plains any time you want to go. You think that's not a victory, you don't know Clyde Hay. You just think you know it. I mean, some of you that don't know him. That's it. I thought I'd put that in because a lot of people don't understand. And somebody says, I know we got this little stuff going around. Make no difference. What your husband tells you to do you're supposed to do it. <laughs> if he goes to the ballroom, says stay out of church and go with me, you're supposed to go and be obedient. Ain't but one thing wrong with that. It's garbage. The Bible don't teach that. Amen. The Bible said it's better to obey God than it is man. That means any man.
1: Amen.
0: And the Bible tells a man when he controls a woman, it's supposed to be in the Lord. Amen. That's what the Bible said. And over in First Corinthians, the 7th chapter, people get straight on that they get straight on a lot of other things. Some of them have to eat some crow while they're doing it. Now, tonight, I'm going to be preaching uh, from a few verses of Scripture here. That, uh, uh, and before I do it, I'd like to say this, that I've enjoyed the fellowship. I've enjoyed the hospitality of the camp. It's been wonderful. Never been in a place where I was treated nicer than I have been treated here by Brother Wiseheart and all the others, his wife and all the help and everything, and uh, had the fellowship with Brother Mullenax and Brother Bobbin, and of course Old Man Green too. He and he, he and I've been fighting it out for years now. We're pretty good old buddies about. I think it's about 17, 18 years ago, I was up in Whiffle, Virginia in a tent meeting, camp meeting. And Brother Green somehow got all the way down from Lansing down there. At that time, all his boys was lost and living like the devil. They had about. They had a movie in about every room, you know, and pent-up pictures and one thing or another. And his church was just this about as bad as that, and he's got down to the end of the road. And I preached under the tent on God's watermelon patch and the devil's scarecrow. And I wound up saying, you just dirty and low down, too scared, walk down that aisle and get right with God. I didn't say call his name, but the Holy Spirit called his name. And he come crawling down and went back and said, I'm going to get my house cleaned up and I'm going to straighten my young'uns up and my church up or I'm going to die trying. <laughs> Boy, he went at it.
1: And
0: as a result, all five of the boys got saved, been called a priest, the daughter's going to be a missionary. And then and him have been traveling together. We've been about all over the country, the world. We've been to Australia, New Guinea, and all over the old countries, and everything together. I've never been with a finer man. And he shoots straight. He, he tells it like it is. And he studied the book. He reads 10 chapters of the Bible a day on his knees has been for ever since that time he really got got in the fight. And uh, he's got a prayer list about an hour and a half long. I was kidding him other night I said, You call all them names in prayer and reading it off that paper, won't you just get you a tape record and put it on there and turn it on every morning? He said, I don't believe that works so good. I'm afraid it wouldn't either. But anyhow, uh so tonight I'd like to say I appreciate everything you've done for me and pray for us as we go. We've been taking the last several years I take my church. I don't take all my singers, I don't take all my people at the same time. They switch around, and about every three to four weeks we take off. We go north. We, we've been up there in Michigan, all up in there, and this year been to Texas and out in Louisiana two times, I think, and over to Florida two time, three times. Or, and uh, just uh, down in the East Coast and everywhere. And uh, we just take them along, and we just uh, sing, and pray, and shout, and have a good time, and uh, try to get something done for God. And the uh, Lord's blessed us, we thank the Lord, and we got to go to right away to another place. We want you to pray. It'll be successful. God will use us. Now, uh, tonight, uh, I'm going to read a couple verses of Scripture to start with here. I don't know where I'm going to end up at, but over in First Thessalonians, the 4th chapter, I mean the 2nd chapter, and the First Thessalonians, the 4th chapter. I'm going to read a couple verses to get started, and then we'll be using some more verses as we go along, and, uh, and uh, I want to preach tonight on the subject, and you'll get it. Are you pleasing man, God, or the devil? Now, you're doing one of the three. We've got a lot of men pleasers. We've got a lot of devil pleasers. And you know, as strange as it may seem, the devil's not too much interested in how wicked you become out in the world if you're lost. He's got you. But the devil's interested in getting you in the church and just raise all the hell you can. Stir up everything you can. Cause all the trouble that you can. That's what the devil's interested in doing. And he he likes to use the mouth of people. So tonight, I want to preach tonight on that subject. And reading here, the Bible said in verse 4, But as we were allowed of God, to be to be put in trust with the gospel even so we speak not as pleasing man but God which trith our hearts now we'll come back to that in a minute you'd be surprised how many people's trying to please the man now I'm not talking about out in the world I'm talking about in the church and it, we got so many then over in the fourth chapter furthermore then we beseech you brethren and accept you by the Lord Jesus that as you have received of us how you ought to walk and to please God so you would abound more and more now God's got a reason for you to please him the devil has too man has too but they're all together different God says that you might abound more and more if you please God now tonight I want to take first, I believe, just how do we please the devil? Now, a lot of people think if they uh, if he can get you to drink up a lot of liquor and go out and raise a lot of cane, well, I guess he'd like for you to do that. But he'd all rather you join church and uh, get in it and then try to tear it up. That's, that's what he likes to do. The devil is a religious person, whether you believe it or not. He is very, very religious. And so tonight the best thing if the devil could keep you out of church You're pleasing him when you stay at home. Now you remember when you when you stay at home from God's house, and when I say God's house, you say, Well, how often? Every time they meet. Every time they meet. The Bible said not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some, as you see the day of the Lord approaching. And brother, I believe Jesus is at the door. You can be what you want to, but I believe he's right at the door. And uh, if he can keep you out of church, you see, it weakens the faith of a preacher when he sees the congregation begin to shrink. That's why they have the temptation to compromise and fail to preach the whole counsel of God. There's one thing a preacher can't hardly stand. It's to see his crowd go down. You will just about do anything. You just about uh, compromise on anything. That's why you have so many. They, they quit all preaching on one sin, quit all preaching on another sin. Then they begin to do a lot of other things. They don't want to see it or go down. And the devil knows that. And he said, well, I can get him discouraged if if I can get the crowd just to stay away from God's house. That's not all. It influences others. Now, we used to, in our church, about several years ago, we was running about 500 in a church that seated about 250. And on Wednesday night, we'd have 400 many times, sometime over that. And we'd have a, a great crowd. But friend, what I'm trying to say is, That crowd begins to, uh, uh, now, they begin to uh, stay away from the church. And I noticed when one or two stays away, then the next time, his buddy stays out of church. Now, if you don't know that, you ought to look around a little bit, and you'll see that no man lives and dies to himself. You're taking somebody to hell, or you're getting somebody to heaven, whether you know it or not. Amen. And that's good preaching if you are slowing up on your amens a little bit. We'll be all, We'll furnish them if you can. If you run out, don't you worry. And I promise you there's somebody going to get quiet before I get on. Yeah. Now, I don't try to be mean. God knows I prayed more about getting mean when I preach of anything i ever done. But i tell you right now, I want to preach it like it is. Yeah. And I don't want to compromise the Word of God for nobody, no no time, no place, no nothing else. Now, listen you influencing people and staying out of church you just tickle the devil to death he can get you to stay out if i didn't go to the church for no other reason i just go to show the devil which side eyes on? I just go to show the world which side that are on. Amen? I'm like the woman in the Civil War. They, they uh, The troops were coming in and were tearing up the people's farm and getting the chickens and one thing another. And there was an old uh, lady sitting by the fire and they come in got to grabbing up the pigs and the chickens and uh, uh, the other men of the house and the older boys were gone off. They, they were out fighting. They were out in another place, and here come the soldiers rushing in on their horses with their swords and with their guns, and boy, that old woman just reached over to the fireplace, and she just got the poker and took it out, and the boy, little boy said, Mama, you can't do nothing with that poker. My goodness, they got guns and horses and and they got swords and all. and she shook that poker in their face. She said, I might not do much, but bless God, you'll know which side I'm on when I get on. Now, I believe that. I don't know how much dust you to stir up. And I don't know what to But I believe we're living at the stage right now that we ought to stand up and let people know which side that we're on. We need that. And we've got too many trying to be on both sides. And then another thing, when we criticize and murmur in the church you know we got a lot of people they got a tongue so long they just stand out in the living room and lick the skillet over in the kitchen a lady come up to the altar one time and said, can I, uh, I want to put my tongue on the altar. And, and the fellow said, "You Well, you reckon the thing's long enough to put it on there. Well, that's about right. Criticize and murmur. Just murmur. You know, you, did you know uh, Brother Green was talking about them demons? Did you know you can get a murmuring demon in you? You can get a critical evil spirit in you, and you'll be doing it wanting to be conscious? that you are doing it. I know some people, they just fuss, 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 fuss. They just criticize all the time. Just murmur. Don't make no difference. You can't please them. Bless God. If you preach loud, you preach too loud. Preach low, you preach too low. And if you preach... Uh, if you preach strong, uh, you ought to preach weaker. If you preach weak, you ought to preach strong. You can't please them, brother. there's no way. They just murmur, murmur, murmur. They put me in the mind of an old man sitting behind the stove, and it was hot, and he was sitting in there with his old hammer bar mustache. Some of the boys come along, and they had some Limburger cheese. And if you never smell Limburger cheese, you won't get the point at all. But if you have, you know. And they said, "Let's pull a, a plank on the old man." So they took the cheese. And they smeared it up in his mustache real good. And in a little bit, he got to it around, you know. <laughs> and directly, he opened his eyes, and he said, whoa, said this. Kitchen stinks, oh, I'll tell you, it stinks. He got up and he went out in the hall to get him a breath of fresh air and he said and he sniffed out. He said the hall stinks. And he went out on the front porch. He got out there and he got to look around It's the star and he sniffed some more. He said, My heaven said the whole world stinks. And so today I want you to know we got people gets in the church and everything stinks. The choir stinks. The preacher stinks. Everything. Bless God, it just stinks, 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 stinks. I said it today. We, I said, you better be careful, and you better be praying, because the devil will use you to be a murmur. And I said, sure don't want to help the devil. When I study my Bible and find out what the devil's been doing, I don't want to help him. You, you know, the Bible says that the devil is the author, and the work of sin is the devil's work. Did you know that? And brother, when you do these things, all you're doing is helping the devil get his job done! I'll tell you right now, when I find out what the devil's a doing uh, uh, and the things he's done, the Bible said he is the author of sin, and sin is the work of the devil. If you see somebody with an unforgiving spirit, you can say that's the work of the devil. If you can see somebody with a jealous spirit, uh, and brother, uh, uh, that's another thing, old green-eyed jealousy in the church. Well, who's going to play the piano? And and, and that woman, didn't she, she didn't treat me right, and that's supposed to be my class and the of, and, and the women will get in and if you have a pretty girl to come I used to when Jerry was a little younger don't hurt much now but I, I hated to have her come up and sing because you could see them old uh, green eyed women looking at each other looking at her and as, uh, if I get a pretty woman to come up and sing then sit there and you can take your eyes and commit murder with it uh, that's right don't look at me like a bunch of problems I don't know what I'm talking about bless God. oh green eyed jealousy that's all it is Some, and jealousy just goes on. And you know who started that stuff? That's the work of the devil. The Bible said sin is the work of the devil. And brother I don't want to help the devil get his work done. And you just think about uh, people that's covetous. You know you know where that old stingy gut come from? You know where that started from? That started from the devil. It's the devil. But, uh, covetousness. Stubbornness. We The man talks about stubbornness today. Stubborn as a mew. <laughs> well no wonder he said he didn't know why he he did not understand the mule that uh, somebody did today. Well, if you look in your Webster's Dictionary, you'll find out what a mule is. It's that it's a stubborn and rebellious animal. Go look at Webster. That's what it used to read last time. I looked at it. Now, what I'm trying to say, this is the work of the devil, old stubbornness. Why wow, that old demon of stubborn can get in some people, and you know what? It don't make no difference what you suggest. They're going to say, it ought to be done the other way. They're going to say, it ought to be done the other way. <laughs> (laughs) Yes, sir. You you just don't believe just so pride. Look around. Pride, you know what pride comes? That's the work of the devil, just pride. And you know a lot of people try to look pitiful and pious, some try to even dress uh, Ragged in one thing, so they look uh, so they look pitiful, and and, and so they will be humble. Honey, you can have on a pair of overalls and dirt all over them, uh, and not even comb your hair, and be surprised. Bless God, you don't know where you at. I'll tell you, uh, people have even got the misunderstanding of what pride. Uh, Filthy dreamers, you know. People will read these old books, watch these old magazines and you go home, you lay down in the bed, you ain't got your man on, you ain't got your mind on your old man. You might have your hand on him, but you got your mind on somebody else's man. Don't you kid me, brother? Old to dreamer. That's what you are. You know who started that man? That's the work of the devil. And and it di- it divides home. It destroys homes. That it causes and it'll even go jealous. It'll even reach out and be murder. It'll it'll wind up in murder. And then there's the, the homosexual crowd. Uh, somebody come to me the other day and said, "Would you take a homosexual?" In your church. I said, not lest they get saved. I'd say God, God said he turned you over to a reprobate mind. And that's what he said. And I know you can preach about that today since they're taking them into the church and even ordaining some of them. They say, now, you just don't have love in your heart. Well, God didn't have none either. He said they had a reprobate mind. He turned them over to a reprobate mind. Well, if you want me to fellowship with you, use you in my church. I want to see you get washed in the blood of the Lamb, get born again. I tell you, do you just keep their seat, honey? Amen. And we got a lot of cotton picking, back up, rose watered, pedal pushing preacher. They won't get up and preach. They're afraid they'll lose one. They're afraid they'll lose one. Amen? You know it's the truth. You know it's the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me today. That's the work of the devil, incest. Work of the devil and the fornicators. That's work of the devil. Mormon drunkenness, rape, and anything else you name it. Sin is the work of the devil. And every time you listen to the devil, every time you won't go to church, every time you won't die, every time you fail to do what God wants you to do out of his head, you're not only pleasing the devil, but you're helping the damn soul for hell. You're helping him get his job done. Well, I just don't have nothing to do with him in that respect. He gave me a hard enough time when I served in the rascal. When you... <laughs> When you fail to live, unspotted but world When I get to preaching on the road, somebody wears a pair of pants or some old man who runs his hair down over his ears or, or some something or another or some old a woman come along with a dress on, she short, and uh, put on a pair of bikinis or whatever you call them things, bikinis. Look like an elephant with a diaper on and, and all that bunch of junk. Mowing the yard out in the front. They never mow the yard in the backyard. They always mow it out in the front yard where so they can be seen. Somebody said, you oughtn't to talk that burger. I said, well I changed it. I said it look like a watermelon with a band-aid on. How bad? <laughs> I down in, I down on the coast of preaching and that I could take a rock and throw it into the ocean where the church was. They took me out there on the beach, and I never seen such a mess in my life. The preacher said, said, how does that look to you? I said, it looks like a bunch of red worms to me, and I ain't for sure when they go to hell, ain't they going back to a red worm. Be like their father, the devil, who's a serpent. Now listen, friend, you read the book of Job, you might get a little wiser. All right. Now then, when you think something, they run up and say, oh, preacher, what do you call the word? You ain't that dumb. You ain't that dumb. Bible said plainly in Psalms 1, Blessed is a man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sits in the way with the sinners, or, or stand in the way with sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. In them he doth meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the waters, and whatsoever he doeth it shall prosper. Oh, uh, over in Titus 2.12 he said teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldliness we shall live sober and righteously in this present world James 1.27 said pure religion and uh, 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 undefiled was that a man visit the widows and the orphans and keep himself unspotted from the world well now it must mean something when he said well, when he said stay out of it when he said don't be spotted with really. it well if you don't know no more now I'll tell you. The world's movies and ball games where sinners meet. And you say, Well, uh, how far do you go? Anywhere that the sinners meet for the ungodly pleasure and the ungodly good time, God said you, to Keep your nose out of it. That's what He said. And I don't believe in all this Men that's saved and preachers say, sitting around right on your bottom watching the TV ball game, neither. That's not what well, the Bible said when you become a man to put away these little old childish things. Yeah, I used to suck my mother's breast when I was a little baby baby, but when I look like something running around here sucking one best male? I'll I become a man. I know. you get the point after a while. Brother God expects you to grow up and be a man. Amen. I know what your idol is. you put a little time wind, and snow and watching them old ball games and everything else. But God, you might amount to something. Somebody said, well, i got to have a little exercise. Follow me a little while. you get some exercise and they won't have to rock you to sleep. And if I couldn't no, find no better alibi than that, I'd just say I'm a hypocrite and get out and really do it right.
1: Amen. Sure,
0: that's good things them do. Yeah, yeah. See, that's right. That's right. Brother, devil, please. Devil, please. Helping the devil, doom and damn soul. Do you know what the devil does? I got some clippings. I don't know how many I got. I got one up there. <coughs> where down in Durham. A man killed another man, robbed him while the wife was at the house. When she come back, she couldn't find him. And finally she opened the the, the the high deep freeze, the upright deep freeze, and the man fell out. He would killed him and put him in the deep freeze. You know what that is? That's a work of the devil. That's what you're helping to do when you live in sin. When you fail to serve God, you're taking sides and helping the devil do his dirty work. That's what you're doing. Because, brother, if we would serve God, we could get our prayers answered. We could uh, uh, do what God tells us to do. We could help this world to be a better place in which to live. You know that's the truth, don't you? All right, now listen. Come in, and I I got a clip in the head that says. Uh, a boy took a girl and put her head down his lap and watched had her eyes shut, he cut her head off. He uh, said, that's me. Well, you're helping the devil get his work done when you back him up, when you support him. God's going to hold you responsible. You said, well, I don't like that. Well, that's why I got off on the other side. Brother, I didn't like it neither, amen? I didn't like it neither. Then I, I, I was out at Jack Woods, Shady Grove, out there in the camp meeting some time back. Well, I was out there before long, but that's the first time I went. And when I got out there, I'd re- i just read in the paper where a man had killed about 27 boys, uh, and he had molested them, and, I, <clears throat> he was the saddest, and I asked, uh, uh, Jack, I said, Jack, I, I, I read in the paper where somewhere out here in Texas that, uh, that, uh, this man killed these boys, and they dug them up, 27 of them. I said, is that somewhere near this? And he said, right around this church, and why we were Holding the meeting the first time, a man got killed about a block down, robbed the store. And this time, uh, up the street, a man, uh, they found a man laying in the ditch about a block from the church with his head cut off. And found a woman laying dead about a block down the other way. What he saying, I'm saying that's the work of the devil. And whenever you don't serve God and you get out here uh, serving the devil, you're helping the devil do his dirty work. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm saying we ought to serve God. Amen. You see, I could go on and on with that. That ain't all. If he'd stop there, it'd be enough. But he do not stop there. Brother, the devil's responsible for people going to hell. That's why he wants to get them into sin. He's hoping God will chop them off and God will have no alterment but to damn them and send them to hell. You ever think about hell, brother? You know, one time I I was a young preacher and I wanted to preach some red-hot hell sermons and I got studying on hell, praying on hell, preaching on hell and God gave me a full-size dose of hell. And when I wound up, I was sitting on my bed of pulling my hair out saying, God, if you don't never give me another sermon about hell, it'll be all right with me. Hell's an awful place. Did you ever stop to think about it? And friends, listen, uh, we could be out here right now, some of you, could be out here right now these days when we see why you're meaner than the devil you're meaner than the devil now don't get mad at me listen listen let me ask you something you people are, are living like what this book says not do and you're just doing it and laughing at all the bible said the devil breathes and trembles you don't even tremble so that makes you meaner than the devil don't it you can get out here and do the things been preached against this week Life it off and say well i, I do it's my his opinion this book says it brother let me tell you right now you're getting yourself in the deep trouble brother the devil bleeds and trembles that ain't all he knows his time is short and he's doing all he can to devour all that he can. The Bible said he knows that his time is short. And you sat around. You don't be do like You won't get right with God. You won't keep the prayer right up. You won't attend church. And our old walls are sinking toward hell all the time. You hear me? Meaner than the devil. Now don't go out and get mad and say he oughtn't have said that. I should have said it. We're meaner than the devil. The Bible said the devil knows his time's short. You're working hard. You know your time's short. You ain't doing a thing about it. You say, who you say you? Whoever the shoe fits. The Holy Spirit makes the application. If you've been doing right, don't you wear a But I'll bet you are worried if you haven't been. So you see what I'm talking about?
1: Hell's a terrible place.
0: David, uh, David, 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 uh, our lawyer. What's his name? David Gibbs. We're in this, School court business. David does a lot of lawyer work for us. And David told this he's a godly man, loves the Lord. Not going to be many lawyers in heaven, most of them are liars. Amen, sure. Right. Well, I had a lawyer tell me not long ago, said, I'm going to tell you a little joke. He, he made a joke out of it, said, They took a bunch of Baptist preachers and a bunch of Presbyterian preachers and got them up went into Peter's golden gate. He called it and said, took one to a four-room apartment, another to a apartment house, and took another to a six-room house, and on down the line, finally a lawyer come in. They led him on past all the apartment houses and the shacks and the bungalows, took him down to a big, fine mansion. Great, big, beautiful thing. He said, "My, I don't understand this. I'm a lawyer, mister. And said, Here, you done give them them little things and give me this. Uh, explain yourself he said well we don't get many lawyers up here you catch on after a while now you listen to me tonight Dave told this he said there was a man stole some chemicals just I guess want to be stealing something on his job and took them home and put them up on a shelf and he got uh, had a party and it kind of got dead on him and He wanted to see it wake up. So he called his friends around him, and he took this chemical, Dave said, went over to the sink and said, Now watch me. And he took out of that little chemicals on his fingers, and he went over to where there's a little water, wet water in the sink, said, Now get around, and when he done that, flame shot up about three foot high when he sprinkled that chemical in the water. They all got a big laugh. He did it again, and he did it again, and then he turned around to leave the bathroom, and and behold, he tripped his foot, and he fell over on the commode stool where the water was and fell down in it with the chemical, and all that fleshed up. David said they called the ambulance and put him in it, took him to the emergency room, and the doctor came in and right away discerned what was wrong. Said ain't the one thing I can do. Says go get my scalpel, go get my knife. And he got the knife and brought it back. And he was, he said, said, what are you going to do? Said I ain't the one thing I can do. He was sitting there, and this man was screaming, "I'm on fire! I'm in hell! I'm on fire! I'm in hell! I'm burning up! God help me!" And you know what happened? He got the sweat and he was suffering so. And every time a beater sweat would would pop up on his up pile, up into another plane three four foot high. And every time a beater would pop out, the fire would be there.
1: The
0: little old boy sitting over in the corner. The man was going to take the scapel and start scraping this, the hide. That's all he could do. He got over in the corner, and he said, "The doctor happened to walk by him, and he said." The man was a Christian doctor, and he said, Mr. said, is hell anything like that? The man said, I'm kind of afraid it is, sir. I'm afraid it is. And he said, my God, my mama's in hell. My heavens, he said, my brother's in hell. And he said, I want to be saved. I don't want to go to hell. All right, you say, I don't want people to go to hell either. Well, we're not doing anything about it. We're not getting our eyes and shape so we can win them to God. And I know one thing's kind of hindered, and I want to cross that a little bit. And I bet you know which way I'm heading now. This hellish doctrine you've reformed over the country and in my ministry, and I started preaching before most of you was born, and I start reformed, and that's the doctrine of hyper Calvinist or hyper dispensationalist. But the old hyper hard shell. He's not the one that's that's doing the big damage. It's these sneakers, these leaners. They'll say they're not a hyper-Calvinist, but they'll back up and say, Well, God does teach that he predestinated to save some before the foundation of the world, and uh, we have to accept that and then go out and win them. But the Bible don't teach that. The Bible. I don't care what the lead dog says. That's what the Bible don't teach
1: us. And I'll debate any man in this country on it. Amen.
0: Say, what about this? Oh, no, we're talking about this year now, but I can take them Everyone will do the same way. You see, God didn't write a contradictory Bible. God said over 200 times that anybody wanted to could be saved, and, uh, and the, other, the way to know you can be saved, God said, if any man's thirsty, let him come and drink. If you want to go to heaven and start a hell, he said, if you're thirsty, come on. God makes some of them thirsty, and they still won't come. I've been showing the Bible where some of the let go to hell. They talk about all this limited atonement stuff. I know it's about limited atonement in the Bible, but I already there where some false prophets that went to hell was bought by the blood of Jesus. Now, amen. It's in there, ain't it? Son? It's right there on who's think in him. All right. That's it. You see, you see, you, you you see this God said he would reveal the babies. You don't get you don't get things from God with a good education. You get things from God with a good dose of salvation and get in this book and study and rightly divide the word of God. Amen. Amen. Now would you believe it? I've had a lot of Baptist conferences and things kind of oosted me aside because he don't believe like the rest of them. You know why a lot of them have saw this truth and won't get out of it? They pray they're gonna lose their following. They may not have a big crowd come to hear them preach, and they're just like movie stars—they'd die and commit suicide before they'd lose their popularity. <laughs> but you better make up your mind if you're going to preach to God. Miss this and say that—you so. better be content with a little handful If God don't give you no more, and don't worry about. It. God give me a crowd to thank God for, and He don't give me no more. I just uh, thank God that He saved me, and I'll give it to Him. God's come. On. That's all this to it. I've, I've went in places many a time where uh, young preachers had been taught this and all they done is just sit down and drive just like the hard shell Baptist. Yeah. The door rot off and everything else. Yeah. And they don't have no burden for soul. Yeah. They don't come. Oh, if they are to get in, they'll get in. Ain't no such a good God, God run That's said. Yeah. said, run them. What he said? He said, run you see, we got a lot of churches that sit down on that stuff. Right. They ain't doing nothing for God. Because they've been taught, well, God will get His work done. Yeah, but His work wasn't to come. His work uh, and do that. His work was to use us, put the Holy Spirit in us. And as a vessel, I know one preacher that used to visit, and I won't name his name because somebody getting mad at me, but I know he used to visit four hours a day.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. He said, I used to try to help God. But now I sit down and watch God do it. Yeah, it
1: yeah.
0: When he gets to Bema City, I wish I'd never sat down.
1: Well, I mean, I mean. Brother,
0: you think I'm running up down this country for my health? I want you to know if I believe everybody's going to heaven anyhow, and we would have enough to do it, and we could do it, I'd throw this bottle home, and I'd go home and take me a rest. Yeah. Now I know, I know, I can feel it dry up right now. <laughs> Cause, yeah. cause some of you everybody looks like you and you're going to have to eat some coal. Ain't gonna hurt you. you know what eating cold is? I just have to back up and start all over again. Bless God. I had to eat mine, you ain't no better than I
1: am. Amen. 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 Amen.
0: Yeah. Now you say, well, well, I can't go through it all tonight. I had a fellow right down here because I said, Preacher, I want you to teach some more about these doctrines. He said, You said said you do a grave ground for a man. That God foreknew knew, and all that foreknowledge He did predestinate before the I said, I do not know no such thing. I know that He said, in whom they first trusted Jesus, and that's our tender In the beginning of this war, God made a plan in eternity, and He gave a son, and God said, anybody that gets in Him, I'll make Him just like Jesus before I get on, and He didn't say nothing else about it. Man added the rest to it. Now, there's some other problem text in there that will turn you over like this and done, but you'll just have to start digging. You can't get them all one night. See, I could go right through the whole bunch of the caputo. But you see, if you preach like this, if you don't follow the mainstream, you get very improper. But see, I'm not trying to get proper no-how, Sammy. You know, I just ain't got much better to go no-how. And I'm just going to preach it like a kid. And that's God they to just get out of the way and don't
1: like
0: it. Amen. You see what I'm talking about. I've had young preachers come to me weeping at my feet time and time and again. Almost every time I preach on John Calvin.
1: Five
0: point. My God. But don't call me no John Calvin I don't believe no babies go to hell. I didn't kill no Christian for believing the truth, wouldn't believe it like I did, and he did. And he didn't leave off he didn't leave off all that Catholic tradition when he left. And the Catholic Church is going straight to hell. It's a heart attack, and you better get out of it if you're in it. I still a woman rise. You say the preacher, you oughtn't to do it, and you might win them. I'm going to win them. I'll shake them over hell a while they are saved. But I win as many Catholics as you do. You ain't going to win them. And I won't tell you right now, when they get the majority over them, they ain't going to be as nice and nice as you as you think they're going to be. They, you better go read John Fox's book of Myers, and you'll find out, bless God, they boiled them in oil, cut their tongue out, the lady was testifying about watchman Lee's book that's what they've done to him they just cut his tongue out amen it's a good preaching for him doing. do it got God a... I now you see you know why people preachers today and the reason I'm harping the preacher that's God, you can get you preachers preaching it right why come here bringing a revival it's much bringing a revival it's praying to do takes preaching as well kind of like ham and eggs go together you ain't gonna have no uh, revival unless you got somebody that's got enough intestinal fortitude. And that's why I come. They call it grits, grits, guts, guts, Bless God. guts. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yeah, baby. Now, preacher, won't nobody much listening. I preached about as much as most. There's a few people still got a little sense since we come down the hip. You see, the trouble with people, they're afraid they're going to lose out. Honey, I can't lose out. I don't got in. Sailed up, blessed up by the Holy Spirit. way no lose out, blessed God. I don't know the one thing I'd rather do than die with a cancer or die with something else. I, it's to be martyred. And I've got a good chance of getting that done. <laughs> All I want you to do, bless God, when they go to cut my hair off to make a clean job. I don't leave them bleed. (laughs) Amen. Amen, brother. Now, preach, now you take we've got a high powered evangelist today wearing long hair, and he knows as well as I do what the Bible says about long hair on the men. He knows that. He knows, this, he knows better than I do that you oughtn't to send a convert to a Catholic church or a Mormon church. But now listen, before you grind him too hard on your foot, I knew that man when he preached with the power of God on him. Yes, I did. You say, no, I wouldn't be too sure of that thigh you. He, uh, he's going down the road you know what? He began to lose his grip for the fundamentalist, And then they begin to wake up and run down there, And he began to back off. and say, well, I can't have a big girl. And I can't have, oh, I won't be his papa. And so he went to lean in toward the modernist. Yeah. Yeah. Right,
1: brother.
0: Just like some of you doing today. Amen.
1: You're, afraid to,
0: you're afraid to preach against it.
1: Yeah. If you ever
0: have me around where there's a revival and you think there's any sin, I won't hit, bless God, if it's biblical. Just write on up and pass it up. Ride right on up and pass it up. Pass it up. Amen. 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 i believe be. I'll be that way because the Lord said so. The Lord said, "You generation of snakes, you bunch of bothers, how do you expect to escape the damnation of hell?" That's pretty rough, you ask me. What must love, 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 kiss me, lick me, and that? <laughs> Amen. And I guarantee you, if you'd be honest, if it's kind of this kind of preaching, it got you bound on me. Amen. Little sugar-coated stuff. Damn more souls to hell than a liquor bottle does. Now I'll be through after a while, Sammy. Amen. <clears throat> uh, I'll quit in a minute. But uh, what I want to get over tonight, I told you I was going to preach on devil pleasers. We've got plenty of them today. Men pleasers, they're afraid of persecution. Now, I, you know, I know some people, they come to me after a meeting. I have preachers come preacher, I'll have to admire your carriage, you sure got boldness. Why don't you ask God for a little of it? that's what I'm talking and somebody thinks well he just does that to be big if you hear some of them cussings and threats that I get about every day when they call me up on the telephone and they call up the church and say tell that preacher he won't get out the door alive I go to the radio station they call the station and say tell him he won't get home alive call me up in the middle of the night about two or three times a week and say is this Reverend Lockheed I said, Well, it's old pastor like you. I just want to tell you what you are. And he told me something I couldn't be if I wanted to be. <laughs> <laughs> you, say, <clears throat>
1: you
0: say, What do you do? Do you cry like some of you? know? I just say, Hang up another star, honey. Heed it. The Bible said, He said that the godly shall be. Persecuted and when they do it falsely, rejoice. You got two ways to rejoice, one because your name's wrote down, and the other because you're being persecuted. And if that's true, and I believe it is, honey, I'm gonna have to harm me a freight train to take my rewards in when I go. I can't get out of a camp meeting with the fundamentalist without getting cussed out two or three times.
1: All I did is it?
0: preach out the book. Yeah. This fellow, I better finish that. I told the fellow, I said, Man, I couldn't tell it all to you. He said, I just got to have you. This big, tall fellow comes here. He left uh, yesterday, it was. And he said, I, I, I said, I can send you some literature. I said, if it's anybody happens to be confused on election, if you'd humble down, wouldn't be too proud to do it. I've got a book that brother. Um, <laughs> Frank Norris recommended about 30-some years ago help me morning things. And, of course, he wasn't recognized as a scholar, Brother Sammy. You know why? He wouldn't accept nothing but the King James Bible. Yeah. Did you all know that old man Bob Jones never would accept nothing? And I got, they got mad me down at Lusetta because I told them that old man, the young Bob didn't have what the old man Bob was at or he wouldn't be so critical about this Bible use another translation so much and he'd go in there and kick old Custer in the britches. Yeah. yeah. Say, I know a fellow sitting in his class knows the Bible upside down, back and forwards. And he brought across the Hebrew words and said, we're going to study here in, in uh, Luke 16 about hell. And we're going to take up the parable on hell. The parable. And that man raised his hand and said, hey, did you say parable? He said, yes, I said parable. And he quoted a verse and chapter in the book of Ezekiel. said, have you read that? He said, I don't know what's that got to do with this. <laughs> he said, well, don't you read it? He flipped over and said, they said They'd call it a parable. He said they'd call it a parable, but when you get your britches scorched, you won't call it no parable. Amen. I'm saying we're gonna to have to eat a lot of crow, folks. Now I tell you right now, this thing getting rough. We're gonna divide the boys from the girls and the men from the children. Lose your popularity because the fear of man, the fear of man bring us a snare. Preachers and Christians afraid they'll have to suffer persecution, lose their popularity, and uh, and they won't be recognized among the big dogs. <laughs> Garbage! If it's true, I don't care if it's a mountain boy, bless God, don't know they be ABC. If it's so, I'm going to say amen. Go to it, boy. Course, if he happens to get an education, I hope it don't hurt him. Yeah. But educators just about run this world. You say, What you run the cause? Well, I'm trying to get some of them straightened out in the head. They got to, I think some of them straightened out in the heart, they need to get the kink out of the head now.
1: Exactly. All right.
0: Now, quickly, yeah. and I'll close, believe it or not. Go ahead. Now, I'm gonna close. How to please God? I talked about pleasing the devil. Men-pleasers? No. God-pleasers. That's what I want to be. How about you? I want to be... I believe somebody said that last night or yesterday. I want to please God. I want to walk with the Lord. I want to be one that follows Him. And you say, why? It pays to live right. If you live right, it'll pay... And then, if you live right, it'll help you to die right, man. Well, we're going to face the King of Terrors one of these days. Job said, "The King of Terrors." That's dead. And that's going to be something, I will tell you. And uh, tonight, I'm glad that if you're saved, and I I can show you something. I ain't got time to show you, but I'll just tell you, if you are thinking is this, I believe that those who are really serving God has a special way of dying. I believe there's a lot of Christians going to be ashamed to die. I stood to the bedside and heard them cry, don't let me die. I've heard them say, God, I know I'm sorry, but just let me live a little longer, so I serve you a little bit. Go in, empty-handed. Amen. I believe there's a special way to die. Yep. and I, I'm this much in God's power and sovereignty you live right. devil ain't going to do nothing to you until he lets him do it. Brother, I believe somebody tried to shoot you out of the will of God, and God wasn't done you. I knew that gun bar just do like that. Yeah. Best because Somebody said, I want a 45. Somebody said, I want a 38. Somebody said, I want to get me a panache. Somebody said, I'm going to learn karate and all that. i just rather stay real close to the safe. Somebody might kill me before I get home this time, but I ain't even carrying enough chopping sharp enough to cut my fingernails off. <laughs> Carried nothing. Carried no gun. I'm Angelic <laughs> Breer. You're a fool out here without any protection. Honey, I got all protection. Amen. Bless God, and I go down the road. I got plenty here. I got the Holy Ghost inside. Goodness and mercy, come along behind. Me. What more could you ask for? Amen! Yeah, right? hey I believe that too!
1: Yeah,
0: right, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Now listen to me tonight, folk. Get right with God. If some of you need to do something about getting right. You have done it last night. Maybe night before. Maybe this is your first night. But you ought to get right with the Lord, and then, then you can die right. I believe I've stood beside the bedside of as many dying people as the average preacher in over 40 years. Mine is a great difference in how they died. I tell them about little Alvin Bowman. He lived for the devil and he got saved. He is mean as a snake. But he got saved and he wanted to live for God. And his wife, he got a little too much religion for her. She, she had religion until he got saved, and then she turned out pure devil. But I think she just wanted to play church, you know, and he really got it. He really got it. And boy, she made him live in hell. He had to live out in another building. She wouldn't even cook his meals. He invited me up for dinner, and she wouldn't even feed us. Finally, last, she did go and throw some taters on the table. I said, there it is. I said, okay, eat
1: up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I went over with Brother, I went over to Sister Heights one day, and Jerry come running and said, put your like I said, oh, Clyde sent me to bring you over there, he's going to really straighten you out, and said, he won't get you straight, and I said, gee, he said I could fix you a good dinner, I said, okay, I'll be there, I went over and we did have a good dinner, went back in the living room, and I said, well, you ready to get started on this year, a little debate? He said, "Yep, guess so." I said, "Well, get your Bible." He went in the back room, come out with Joe Smith's books. I said, "That ain't my Bible, boy." I said, "You know better than that." I said, "That ain't no Bible." And so he went back and got his Bible. He started showing where there was a famine of the word till Joe come along. Well, the fact of the matter it don't say that the way you fellas been preaching it nohow. Said there'd be a famine of the hearing of the word. Why the devil don't you read it like it is? You say, All right, well, how don't you preach it like it is then? God deliberately tangled this thing up and said, Now you straighten it out. That makes you sort of lazy for all can't get it, amen. Got to get born again on top of all that. So, Jerry, she messed me up. Every time I'd get him hard on a point, she'd laugh, and that was like making a rattlesnake snap at you, boy. And uh, so, I, I, I finally, I, I said, let's go over in front of Amos here to see who he's talking to. And it wasn't Joe. It was uh, it Ezra. <laughs> and then I showed him a few more places. Luckily, he jumped up and said, get out of my house. I said, I sure enjoyed that dinner. I sure enjoyed that That was real nice. <laughs> but I believe he's been and I believe he's going to be saved amen. two little girls up here singing I like. To, I mean the other night I like a shot, a beautiful girl they're already saved been baptized now he's going to let them come to Christian school we'll have two more warriors we'll heat the fire in a little bit more amen. amen get him saved I'm looking for the day when he, when he comes down that aisle and falls down on that bank he won't be looking no where to he won't look for no where to kneel I want to see him find a place to lay down amen, amen. I'll be glad. God can do it. God's able. But it wasn't predestined for the foundation of the world. He said you would get on the burden. He said for you would pray. He said you would sow tears, you'd reap in joy. He said, Brother Paul said, I weep day and night for the people. And uh, Jeremiah said, Oh, that my head was water that I might weep over Israel. David said, I water my couch with tears. My God, he said, weep over them. Cry over them. Do everything we can to get him to the God. That's what he said. Paul said, I persuade all men. Persuasion. you see how Brother Samus persuaded this young man over here last night? you see how Brother Green, when I was giving the invitation, Then I kept persuading this man to come and get right with God? All right. Now, listen to this. There's a the sad thing about it if you don't get right. There's a sad day coming. If you'll serve God and please Him now, it'll be better later on. He'd appear old Alvin. He'd come down to church, had a bald head, wear well, old like some of my boys do. He'd get up and sing, when I thank him for what he has done. He'd sing that, you know. Comes to me one day and he said, Preacher, I've been in the hospital. He said, i got cancer, silicosis of the lungs. Been in the mind too long. But he said, oh, I'm so happy. Thank God I'm going home. I'll get out of this mess. He was driving down off of the mountain, 20, about 25 miles. Never go out there and park cars right down the right down the mountain, right back up the mountain. Come faithful them live cross the road. I got family in my church now. I come one time to come seventy five miles one way. The lady's sitting back there right now her boy, her husband couldn't come. He had to work. Now seventy five miles one way. He said, "I wouldn't do that. I know
1: it. I know it. I know it. How right, I know it? Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather go
0: seventy five miles, get fed, and go cross road, and get food." God,
1: amen. <laughs> yeah. oh,
0: yeah. Albert went to the hospital and I went down to see him. He had to put one of them little old boxes in his in here. And so we could talk, and he kind of talked like Mickey Mouse then. But he lay in under the bed and I went in.
1: Every time I'd
0: go down there. Nurses, doctors, make no deal. He'd say, here's my pastor. Meet the pa- best pastor in the world. He'd say, well, I don't think you'll do it. Well, I think you'll take. Yeah. I think if you love your pastor, you ought to bug on it, you ought to him, you ought to go to else for a week or two and tell him you love him and take him a little something show him you love him. Yeah. The Bible said, give them that have the rule over you. Hebrews 13 says, let them have double honor." I convinced my people of that and they got me a Cadillac.
1: They said, it'll earn
0: you. It. I said, it didn't earn B.R. Lakin. That's got, some of them said, asked me had I drove a car very long Not had no wreck. I told them, no, I drove a wreck about 40 years and then now no car.
1: <laughs>
0: but anyhow, I was sitting there laying on the bed and he'd brag on me and before I leave, he'd reach out and give me the hand. And he'd say, Preacher, you've been a blessing to me. Hadn't been for you, I'd have went to hell. You carried a burden for me. Preacher, would you like to hear me sing? Of course I'd say yes. Low, I'd lean back in that pillar in that bed and that little thing of Googling in there. And he'd sing, I looked over Jordan and what did I see? A-coming to carry me home. Well, the band of angels are coming after me, coming to carry me home. He said, where'd that come from? We're down there in the Mississippi cotton patch. They got to thinking about a Elijah and started saying, Swing low, sweet chariot, coming to carry me home. Yes. Amen and amen. 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 I went back another day, and he's a little weaker. But I left, he said, Preacher, would you like me sing?" He said, I'm about there. I said, yes, Alvin, all my people here know him. A little weaker, he'd say, "Look over Jordan and what did I see? Coming to carry me home. It was a band of angels coming after me. Coming to carry me home. All about the last day. They said he can't last but a few hours. I went in to see him. The doctors were He pushed them back said, have you met my pastor? Have you met my pastor? Then he reached that little old bony hand out, and his eyes sunk back in his head, and that old cancer just knocked out the best of the flesh. One
1: much left?
0: But he said, Preacher, would you like me to sing? And I said, Alan, I sure would like to hear you sing. And he started. Well, I looked over Jordan, and what did I see? Said preacher, it won't be long, and it Ow. slipped on out. Yeah. Hallelujah, pays to live right, yeah. pays to get saved and then live right. I was down in Louisiana. One of our trips, going down to preaching the camp meeting, had a bunch of my people. Got along the road and we seen it was drizzling rain, right heavy, and there was a truck lying down the ditch. We stopped and I said, "Boys, that bound them in an awful wreck here. Look there, look there." Went on down to the camp and I seen a preacher friend of mine. I said, "Did you just come down the road?" He said, "Yeah, I just came in." I said, "Boy, there was terrible wreck." He said, "Preacher, I was about the first man." Said it wasn't one truck. I said there was three trucks, three trucks. And said they crashed together. And when I went out there, they took them all away but one. That he had been sling, they, 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 uh, they slung, they swung him through the windshield. Said his body was laying out on the hood
1: and the rain
0: was peppering him in the face. And said, I heard him whisper. And I got over just a little closer to hear what it was. And said he was saying, there's nobody with me. There's
1: nobody with me. Oh, my God, Fred, you go, you've go, God, but one day you have to say,
0: there's nobody with me. Nobody with me. But thank God, you get right with the Lord, there'll be a light. By the river, of course, that's a sea, not a river, but there'll be a light just the same. Let's bow our heads. Jerry, wants not you come and sing on the light on the banks of the river? While she sings it, I want to ask this question. If you were to die, and I'll take the test first. If I die, if I
1: die
0: before I get home, I'd lift both hands to God. I'm not perfect, but I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. As far as I know, and that's further enough, God will take care of the rest Thank God, that's what we have an advocate for. As I know, huh? if I die tonight, there's nothing between. How many of you could say that tonight? i done lifted my hand as my testimony. Lift them up real high. All right. Some of you, you're honest. But you know that won't kill it. That won't kill it, but I'll tell you something will if you'll be honest enough to get up out of that seat and come down here put your heart for your hand maybe should have been friend if you go home tonight you would say if the Lord comes or if I go I'll be in a better land while Jesus is singing if you couldn't lift your hand I want you to come and kneel right here maybe you're a Christian that's just messed up maybe you need to come and just get out on your knees have that talk with the lord and if you're not saved the reason you didn't raise your hand there'll be preachers here to help you number of preachers there'll be ladies if you're a christian i mean if you're a lady there'll be christian ladies right down here with you won't get to this altar till they'll be right there beside you help you any way you need it but it's a lot easier to get right there than it would be out here in a car turned over with the blood running out of the down the ditch not long ago i saw three lying in the ditch every one of them dead blood was running at least 50 foot down the house kind of hard to get right with god in a place like that you're too busy dying in a hospital with four rooms around you nurses whispering doctors looking sad looking but here you got somebody to help you, somebody to pray. People uh, anxiously waiting and singing, and just making it as easy as they can for you to come. If you can't come on there, friend, you don't have a lot of chance. I wish you'd come. Will you mind God if you could raise your hand? You come while she sings. Everybody stand and you come right now. God bless you right now. There's a the light. A light on the
1: brink of the I,
0: I know it's going to be hard in a crowd like this for you to say, I'll
1: step Lord, up. But if I do, you I do it.
0: And If I do, you, I do it. I just make my way out.
1: I know it's something. It's just all the courage you've got. it make a lot of grit But I believe God will honor you. And you'll just take that step. Put that foot forward And say, live thy secret sweet
0: I'm going, I'm going to listen to God Come on You stand there and fight God You're pleasing the devil You're helping the devil To burn your soul right now You
1: think of that? You're helping the devil To your soul right now right We'd right like for you to stand there Without God, without help in this world why don't you come? Why don't you come right now? Right now, there Baby, your life. Come on. Right now. I'm going to let us sing
0: one more verse. Listen, this is my last service of preaching. This old right-hand preacher might see you somewhere. Right right out there again. And I have to say, friend, I, I tried to help you, but you just wouldn't let me. Well, I would love to see you come and get things fixed up right now. Why don't you do it? My heavens, why don't you do it? Don't let you see the flames of hell licking at your face. Be too late, then. Don't let you stand before the beamer seat with everything lost. Get right now. Don't wait till death begins to grip your throat. Do it now. Do it now. Will you do it? Got it. Friend, I'm going to let her sing one more verse, and I'm going to let you close my invitation. If you don't come, you're saying, let hey, us come. If I go to hell, if I don't uh, do anything well, just say, God, I'm not coming. Okay, we'll let you show. You can go home and brag how you stopped it, because there might be 10 people follow you down the aisle, because... Everybody has influence on somebody else. Somebody has to break eyes. So we're going to let her sing one more voice. And if nobody don't come, remember, you closed her down. You'll face it again. God helped you not to do it. Come on while we sing. Go ahead. When we come Right now. To the end yes, you're going to come to the end journey. of the journey now. Come on, hurry. Right now. You can do it. God help
1: you. Hurry up. When you got it? Right now. Just yes. come on. Then the savior, the lion, just a point. This would be I'll the last
0: chance you'd ever have to get right with God. And it we could easily preachers. be the last chance. It could easily be. It could easily be.
1: Come on now. Right now. Right oh. now. Oh. Oh. A minute,
0: the Lord, go right with you. The most sensitive person in this place is the Holy Spirit. Be careful how you treat him. And I will believe some of you slapping him in the face. Right now, don't do it. Right now. All
1: right. All right. All right. You know, God's holding it
0: open for you. I wonder who it is, may not. Oh, you say, oh, I'll probably go up when Sammy preach." You might be dead before Sammy preaches.
1: The rapture of